Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BNB, and with me is my co host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss Zombie Land Saga, Revenge, and Shadow's House. So while these are two very different types of shows, Zombieland Saga Revenge and Shadow's House, I kind of feel like there's a little bit of a similarity with the darkness and the undead, and do you get where I'm coming from? They're both about revenge. You have to get- Are they? Revenge on your failure and revenge on, uh, Grandpa. Where did you want to start? Did you want to talk about Zombieland Saga Revenge first? Yeah, so this is the sequel to Zombieland Saga, which was about- these uh, zombies became an idol group. And then at the end of the first season, they gave a big concert and like 20 people showed up in the football stadium. So now they're trying to get their revenge. And uh, they're trying to save Saga, which is a, a prefecture in Japan. It's in like the western part, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked how good this season is. How do you feel about it? I've always liked the show a lot. I really enjoyed the first season, which was pretty silly and over the top. I don't actually remember that season ending on a bad note with like that bad concert. Is that really where it ended? Because I don't remember that. And then when we came into the second season, I was kind of surprised why they all seemed to be in a slump. Oh, really? Maybe I, I guess just I forgot. forgot and imagined I remembered from... I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was pretty surprised at the start of the season when I was thinking, oh, I thought they were up and coming and suddenly they're in debt and they had like a failed concert and Kotaro was being silly and not helping them out, right? They were all having to work right. to try to pay off this debt, which I thought was kind of an interesting twist to the start of the show. But yeah, I've been enjoying it. I was just like, same as usual <laughs> for all of their failures. I don't know, because I, even though they had a lot of failures before, they did a lot of silly stuff, Kotaro was always the one that was like super energetic and pushing them, right? And suddenly for him to be absent and them having to do things on their own, that was refreshing. Yeah, that's true, yeah. They definitely uh, took some more ownership of their revenge project. Yeah, they had to. Not that we really understood, or did you, what the revenge was for, because... Oh, I mean, I guess for that concert, but like, what is the whole thing about saving Saga? I didn't really understand that until they did that flashback like, way, way, way back. Up until that point, I didn't really understand what they were saving. Oh, no, they wanted to save their prefecture, which is like some super obscure place that no one cares about and everyone thinks is boring and only old people live there. Yeah, but what does that mean to save it, right? Like, I, I wasn't... Quite oh. sure what it was being saved from. They wanted to make it like a hip place for the youngsters by having an idol group. Revitalizing the interest and the, the fame, I guess, of their once great prefecture. Yeah, it's like the Alabama of Japan. <laughs> that is a really interesting analogy. <laughs> Except uh, possibly slightly less racist. Maybe. Yeah, it's interesting I feel like we went through a number of arcs, right? We had the arc with them having failed that concert, having to work to pay off that debt with a very absent Kotaro, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then once they're able to get back up on their feet and get him back in the game, and then they're starting to do concerts again, starting to really put themselves out there to get more fans. And then we st- go through the backstories, which I don't really recall. Were there backstories in the first season? A little bit, yeah. Because it, it was like a running joke that they all had some backstory except for Ty. It's just like, whatever. <laughs> which we finally got this season. A little bit. Did we? Didn't we? I'm not, not sure like a did. full it's not like a full explanation of what or who she is but I feel like we got hints of it I'm not sure if you noticed like that the grave that she went to when she was just like going about her day mm-hmm. I had the feeling that that was like her family grave oh really yeah because like why else the joke was that she went there to just eat the offering right right Oh, when the cop is following her or the, the investigator sense. was following her. But I kind of got the idea of the way that the camera like lingered on that scene, even though it was done for jokes. I still had a feeling that that was like she was there because that was hers. Yeah, well, she is entitled to eat her own offerings. Exactly, right? Yeah, huh. <laughs> but you're right. It wasn't really a backstory on her. It was just sort of following her around and she ended up being like their good luck charm, right? yeah. And this story, this show is really more about the jokes than it is about the uh, plot. <laughs> it is. Although we did have a pretty big backstory, I think, with Yuguri, right? Like the oldest idol? We did, yeah. What did you think about that? I, I was kind of confused if it was how much of it was actually her backstory and how much was uh, like a play they were putting on. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I really didn't think of it as a performance, like a made up story. I thought it was pretty real for her character. I think that might be, but like all the other people showed up in her story, <sighs> yeah. right? Oh, for sure. I thought they were part of just there for flavor. You know, to like give us familiar faces and be like, oh, hey, I saw Ty in the background. Yeah. That's funny. That, that could be. <laughs> I, I just had some doubt the whole time of how much was true and how Right, because of their presence. Yeah, but I mean, and then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I got the feeling that this is like how it all started, that that really was Yuguri's background, especially because they repeatedly say that the reporter, he was able to find everything except for one idol, which I'm pretty sure it's her, like he couldn't find anything on her, which makes sense going back to how far she is, right? Oh, I thought it was Tai. <laughs> I thought it was Yuguri because like she's that legendary courtesan that there wouldn't really be any record of her. Maybe, but Tai, like even they don't know who she is, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knows? So do you think that also explains uh, the energetic guy? Kotaro, like their leader? Yeah, their leader. I don't really know about him. What do you mean, does that explain? Because the way that I understood it is that it's the old dude at the bar is the one who revived all of those girls, brought them back to life, that he is the one who has the knowledge of zombieism. Right. And when he told his story to Kotaro, because there was that scene with them talking to each other after that whole backstory on Yigiri. But wasn't Kotaro the guy in that arc who wanted to revive Saga? I thought it, he was, but I think the name is different. I'd have to go back and double check, but I'm, I don't think the name yeah. is the same unless he did a name change. I thought it was like his reincarnation or he was yeah, actually kind a of. zombie I, I kind of got something. that feeling too, because I was like, I don't think it's the same guy. He doesn't look the same. He has the same voice, but maybe he was the reincarnation because the older guy was saying, oh, like, you know, you really took this on after I told you my story. Right. Or maybe he's also a zombie. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's not the feeling I got. Um, either he's a reincarnation or he's just like someone who was really passionate about it once he learned this old dude's story. Right, right. I, I think my favorite scene in this this uh, season 
was when their house gets washed away in the giant flood. Then one of them's like, this just seems so normal now. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> but they have been through a lot of shit, haven't they? They have, for sure. I don't know what my favorite scene so far in this is. Like, it's all been great, but it just seems like more of what I remember from the first season. Just like that mix of silliness and their performances. And like their performances themselves are pretty silly. Like, it's not like your typical idol show, right? Where they're, like, trying hard to please their fans. Yeah, that's why I like it so much. I liked it a lot better than the first season. But it could just be I don't remember the first season at all. Uh They had a really great uh, concert in the first episode, I remember. Yeah. And another part I really liked was uh, Lily's arc, where she faces off against that, like, bratty eight-year-old kid. (laughs) The guy? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, like, Francho-Cho versus this little kid and they totally lose to the little kid (laughs) yeah well i thought that was kind of unjust i still think lily did better than he did yeah i I thought it was uh fitting though for them because i feel like if she had if she had had that song first right if she got to perform first with her version of it Mm -hmm. i feel like they would have won easily comparing like her sung version to his sung version but then she was forced to improvise right because he went first with the same song right like i think that shows a lot more skill Uh, i agree but I, I still like like that's not the central part of the show or like the only part of the show right it wasn't so much a serious competition as it was like about them being both child stars and then like how they were able to inspire their their audience like she really inspired a lot of the fans even though she didn't win yeah so you you take away totally different things than me from this yeah what did you take away oh that whole arc I was just like haha they're getting beat by a little kid <laughs> I thought it was just hilarious, like, how seriously they all took this conflict with this little boy. I don't think so, because Lily is also a little kid, right? It's like child star against child star. That's how I saw it. But I I thought she's, like, she's a zombie. She's She just died as a little kid. Now she's older. Yeah, I know, but that's how she's perceived. That's the persona that she puts on as an idol. Right, right. She's, like, really fucking short, so... And tiny and cute, so she tends to be put on the same pedestal as other child stars. Is she actually... Did she die as a little kid? I thought she was more a teenager. I think she was getting older, but that doesn't change the fact that she's small. So that's, like, the persona that she gives. I see. Like, you can't help it. Like, if you're cute and you're small, like, people are going to often infantilize you, or, like, they're going to treat you a little a little differently than if you are taller and, like, look older. Yeah, but she's still actually older. Yeah, I think she is. I, I don't remember how old she is. Taking this fight very seriously. If I recall, like, because they did her backstory, her actual backstory in the first season, didn't they? Um, With her and her parent. Yeah, I think so. And how, I think they talk about that a little bit, her getting older, and how, like, being a child star, like, when you get older, you're no longer a child star, right? right? Like having to deal with that change in image for your fans. But it's it's called scat singing, I think, is what she was doing to her song. Okay. Where you just like scat say a bunch singing. of nonsense. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was also a good concert scene. The show is maybe one episode from the end, right? Like both of these shows are just single core. And I don't think the last season's aired yet. If it has, I haven't seen it. Yeah, one episode left. I'm kind of wondering where the heck it's going to end and if there is room for a third season. I mean, I'm sure there's room. Who knows if we'll get one. I never thought we'd get a second season. Neither did I. I think I was satisfied with where the first season ended, even though I don't recall where it ended. But I don't remember having, like, this need for a sequel. Yeah. I still don't feel the need for one. Same, like, I'm satisfied with what they've given us. I also wouldn't mind one. 
I guess the thing with comedies is like, if it keeps making you laugh, then great. Yeah. It's that way until it starts to become repetitive, right? Like when the humor starts to feel like, oh, I've seen this before. Oh, they did this already. It's not funny anymore. And then that's where I think it's time to stop. But I would rather they stop before they get to that point, right? Like end on a high note. Right. And it's definitely at a high note now, I would say. Good. Do we want to move on and talk about Shadow's House now? Sure. Which, interestingly, I don't know why both of these shows, like, their names are all in caps, but <laughs> they are. I hate that all in caps thing. I yeah, I'm not quite it. sure what the decision for that is, but here we are with Shadow's House, all caps. At least it doesn't have, like, five punctuation marks at the end that Right, that is, that is nice. <laughs> but I think we both really liked the show when we talked about the, like, whole season when this first aired. So we'd only seen like a few episodes of it, but how are you feeling about Shadow's House right now? Oh, it's been great. I've loved it. I'll confess I was a bit put off by the tournament. Aha! Uh-huh. You always hate I always hate no tournaments, no matter what. No matter what, as you say. Uh, as far as tournaments go, it wasn't that bad, though. It, it felt like uh, it didn't overstay its welcome too much. And it's back on track uh, now, for sure. Yeah, and I also felt like because of the setting... And the type of tournament it was, uh, is very unique from a lot of the other types of tournaments that we see in anime. And we got quite a bit of character development in it as well. So that's why, for me, it didn't bother me at all, even though I don't really have an issue with tournaments like you. But this did feel unique. Yeah, it, it, it was fine. But how would you describe this show to someone who like knows nothing about it if you wanted to try to get them to watch it? Uh, I'd say it's more kind of like uh, a mystery type show. There's Mm -hmm. these kids and shadows in this mysterious house and they don't know what's going on and they have to uh, compete and they're probably brainwashed somehow. Wait, are you caught up on this show? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's how I describe it. It's interesting that they're called shadows because it's just more than shadows, right? Because shadows doesn't really leave any kind of residue, but they leave a lot of soot. Shadows also don't wear clothes and touch things and stuff yeah their faces are black like shadows i guess for atmosphere it's kind of a cool title even though it's not very accurate yeah i i'm annoyed by the plural in shadows yeah i don't know how <laughs> else you would title it what would you title it shadow house or like uh, shadows with an apostrophe uh, at a the possessive end. shadows house yeah isn't <laughs> it, I, it's like the house belonging to shadows right 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 Or at least, like, House of Shadows. It's funny, though, that sounds, like, similar to so many other shows that have a similar, like, House of something. Yeah, the House of Cards. I can kind of see why they didn't go that way. House of Cards sequel, House of Shadows. House of Leaves. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is a very unique show to where you you said it's a mystery, but I also feel like it's also a comedy with our main character. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. It has its funny moments. It does have its funny moments, and she's such a bubbly character. I like her a lot. I don't know how other people feel about her. I'm not sure what her popularity is among viewers, but I think she's a great main. Normally, I would hate characters like that. Mm -hmm. But in her case, I don't mind too much, mainly because uh, Kate is not like that. Right. I think they make a great balance. Uh, They're a good pair together. Yeah. Part of what I liked about this show is, like, you think at the start that, like, oh, Kate is probably in on it, and... She's uh, kidnapping these little kids, too. But then it it turns out they're all nice shadow kids. All right. So from the get-go, you had a suspicion about them not actually being living dolls? Because, okay, here's big spoilers. 
up ahead. Oh, yeah. I thought the living doll thing seemed ridiculous. I wasn't sure. I always thought they were humans. I mean, you, you've seen, I've watched a lot of anime, and that's how it always turns out. I mean, I don't know. Like, I thought maybe there's a chance they really are these robot things. I have no idea. Or, like, puppet things. I was on the fence. Half the time, the robots are also humans. Remember, we just saw 86, where the big trust was that the humans were also humans. But the humans are also humans, I guess so. <laughs> it's such a famous twist, I just assume it's gonna happen by now. Yeah, but they, they really waited until, like, this most recent episode to throw that at us. So they went with it for quite a long time. And they're very persistent with calling themselves out, like, the living dolls themselves think they're living dolls. The shadows, I'll call them their living dolls, their faces, right? So they're very good about making sure, like, it's everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Even though it wasn't really a surprise to you. But, the, I mean, they never did anything that was not human-like in the slightest. Right. Aside from being brainwashed. Yeah. Which we didn't really explicitly see again until the most recent episode. Right, right. But, I mean, that was hinted as well. Like, they didn't have any memories. They were pretty old. They just Doesn't that support the day. idea of them being robots, I guess, being made? Because if they don't have any memories and they're already that age, then, like, that's odd, right? That's suspicious. And... This house has existed for how long among all these villages? Like, how would they get away with that? Uh, so that's another reason why I sort of believed it up until recent events. Well, but we also didn't, like, know that it, there were other villages until the most recent episode, did we? I thought I, I could tell that just based on where the house was located and the train that came in and out. It just seemed, like, too convenient that this house would be able to exist where it is for so long and get these supplies for these kids if there weren't villages nearby. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It, yeah, hard hard to know. I thought it could have been like, uh, oh, what's that one with that girl, Emma, and they're on the Promise farm. Neverland? Promise Neverland, yeah. Which is also based among a bunch of other, I don't know if cities is the right word, but they're not isolated. They're just walled in so they can't see the other areas. Right, but for most of it, you thought they're isolated. Maybe you did. <laughs> okay, I thought they were isolated. Like, I understand that with supplies like that, that shit's not coming from nowhere. It's coming from somewhere nearby. Yeah. I mean, it's a world with magic, so I wasn't too worried about their supply chain. <laughs> Maybe. But it was enough for me to be suspicious. Right. I mean, do shadows even need to eat? No, but we know their dolls eat, which is interesting. That's sure, yeah. Because they're humans. Because <laughs> they're humans, oh! But yeah, I thought it was interesting, like, the different arcs that we went through. We went through, like, that introduction, exploratory arc, where we got to see the house, got to meet other living dolls, and it was a while where it was just Kate and Emiliko, and then we got to meet some of the other pairs. And did you have any favorites that you liked among the others? Hmm. I think my favorite is Kate. Kate's a pretty great character. Yeah, but I also like uh, those two dumbasses, John and Sean, oh. who always like fight with each other. Yeah. What about you? Kate is definitely one of my favorites. It just it makes me laugh how this show. Sure, we have their living dolls who are they're supposed to be their faces, right? So we can infer a lot of their ex facial expressions, feelings from those characters because they look so similar. But the way that Kate reacts when she's upset with like the soot coming off of her. <laughs> I really love how they do that. And then when they showed up in the tournament, how like every one of the shadows has a unique way of giving off set. I thought that was really cool too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Kate's frustration is really plain to see, even though you can't see her face, but you can tell she's not happy. 
So Kate's your favorite. Yeah, I really like Kate. And I also really like Emily Co. I'm on the fence, I guess, about some of the others. I think Luis and Lou are interesting. I just don't like how, like, in love with each other they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a bit annoying. But yeah, uh, I like fine. them when they're not together. Like when Lou is going around trying to save during the tournament. Mm-hmm. Like when her and Ricky like get together, <laughs> I kind of like Lou with her big scissors. She's kind of uh, funny. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> so yeah, that was really great to split them away from each other, right? And see them running around trying to save their masters and figuring things out together. Uh, I I really liked the tournament for that part. That's true. It did uh, get them in new situations with. Yeah, and the development of Rum's character also, like, that was really interesting, and I did not expect the way to end like it did for Shirley and Rum. What about you? Uh, nope. Also, was not expecting that. (laughs) It was, uh, quite a twist, and I I liked it. I was gonna ask you in a good way, or did you not like how they did that, or? No, I I really liked it, because it was very unexpected, and then, then you spend, like, I liked how that's how Kate knew that something was wrong with Emilico. Yeah, that's true, right? It really was unexpected because through the end of this tournament, like we start to focus more on Kate and Emilico, right? Because they're the ones that were worried about failing because it looked like everyone else had gotten to safety with plenty of time, right? Right. right. And then when they show that Rum and, and Shirley didn't make it and when they explain why, I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. But probably Rum is still still there. Well, they said that they were going to make her one of the um, the faceless or something. Yeah, so I bet we'll see her again. Maybe. I, I really do wonder if that's going to be a point. You know, they bump into each other. She has, like, the veil. Uh, oh, but will I'm memories sure come back is. and will they know each other? Well, they'll, they'll have to uh, unbrainwash her and then be, yeah. begin the revolution. I did want to talk a bit about how the show decided to reveal all the secrets. How did you think about the way that they did that? Well, I don't think they revealed all the secrets. No, but they definitely did a lot of explaining. Yeah, I I think it was pretty good. I liked how it, uh, some of them, it had the kids uncover them gradually. And some of them, like, instead of just telling them, it showed the older shadows going to the town and getting those kids. It was never, uh, like, felt like they were just telling us. Okay, so it didn't feel like an info dump to you. I mean, it was an info dump, but it it was one that didn't bother me. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt about it, because to me, I I did feel a little bit like they were just giving a lot of this info, maybe because the season's wrapping up soon. <laughs> so they, like, <laughs> need to get that out so that they could do some kind of ending in the next episode. But I also really appreciate all the information they gave us. So it was a mixed bag for me. Yeah, you're, you you like knowing the information more than I do. Do I? I guess. Yeah. For you, you're always like, oh, what's going to happen? Why is this happening? For me, I'm just like, oh, that was funny and entertaining. But then wouldn't that mean that I liked this info dump more than you? Because I was like, oh, they're finally giving me answers. When I was more like, oh, I kind of wish they had drawn this out or they didn't like tell me all in one episode. Well, you you enjoy the slow, slow drip of the information dump. <laughs> so you can uh, book it for longer. <laughs> Exactly. Well, because I think this is a really interesting setting, and I'm not sure they can wrap it up in one season. I don't really know how they are going to, because, like, Kate is kind of leading this revolution, maybe. Is that going to end in one more episode? Uh, There's no way it'll end in one episode. I I heard uh, the manga is still ongoing. Yeah. 
So I'm really curious how they're going to end the season. I they better leave it in like a good spot. Don't just <laughs> cut it off like freaking eighty six. Like uh, I think it motivated me enough to check out the manga. Though. Yeah, me too. Um, you know I don't read manga very often, but I am curious about this one. Like how close it is to the original source material. Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely a great adaptation. Hopefully, the manga is also good. Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite shows this season. Same. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Drago underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.